everybody. Kenzie here. Welcome to Convince Me. Today I'm here with Cameron. Hey, hey. How's it going? It is going well. I am excited for our conversation today. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the Star Wars prequels. Prequels. <laughs> the first three. Except yeah. the second three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know... A lot of people, including myself, like have a lot of beef with the prequels, and for good reason. But so Cameron today isn't necessarily going to convince me to like watch the prequels. Maybe he is, Maybe. but for the most part, he's going to convince us, me and the listeners, what good we could find in the prequels, okay. and maybe try to view it a little bit more positively. Yeah, positive. Got to be positive. Why are these good movies? <laughs> just, you just start with right there, huh? Yeah. Why I mean... are they good movies? You know what? I actually... So I'll start with my quick Star Wars background here. Okay. I have loved Star Wars ever since I was young. Now, I am a, a, a late 20s you know, guy. So at my age, the first three Star Wars, you know, A New Hope, uh, an Empire Strikes Back and uh, Return or Re, uh, Return of the Jedi, those were just before me, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I grew up on them even still because they were such big movies. So keep in mind, uh, I'm fighting for a, a set of movies that I actually grew up with. You know, Phantom Menace came out when I was what, like eleven years old, maybe. I actually yeah. can't remember exactly when. And I saw it like four times in the movie theater. I loved it. It was so cool. And I will tell you why it was so cool. My first point of importance is it, it's, it was new. It was a new Star Wars. It was uh, not old. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. You know, the first Star Wars were in the 70s and 80s, and it looked, they, they looked old. They looked, you know, the Star Wars battles were in slow motion. Uh, uh. Uh, you know, and <laughs> the then qu- in this, this, uh, against Darth Maul, when Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon fight Darth Maul, the very first big Star Wars battle in, mm-hmm. in, or Star Wars lightsaber battle in the, the first prequel movie was so cool with the music and the, yeah. the very fast sword fighting, you know? Yeah. The choreography, like they definitely improved it exponentially. Yeah. Oh, and by yeah. Revenge of the Sith. I mean, like, yeah, there are some people make fun of it sometimes, but, like, the choreography is amazing. It, if, choreography. if you, if you, if anyone watched just the sword, or I say sword because I got other things on my brain, the lightsaber the fight. Yeah. Well, yeah. the lightsaber battle between Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan, right? Yeah, Mustafar. Oh, my gosh. That is such a cool scene. Like, come on. So now let's get to the next point. You have to understand something about the time that they were in in the movies, right? Mm-hmm. When the Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace came out, when it was being made, this is when CGI finally became something decent, right? You watch mm-hmm. Terminator 2 and you'll see old school CGI. You watch uh, Terminator 2, Terminator 3. You watch Phantom Menace and you'll finally see like this is this is like computer animated. It was it, it didn't look so fake. It did. Mm-hmm. But they thought it didn't, right? Mm-hmm. You think about that for a sec. So you gotta understand that that point. The here little known, little known fact. There, there there is not one 
part of the Phantom Menace movie that does not have any CGI in it, except one little tiny snippet of a scene. That's wow. it. The entire movie is completely uh, has CGI in some aspect of the shot. Every yeah. single part of the movie. Yeah. So understanding that gives you a little understanding of, yeah, the movie was done badly in a lot of ways. I'm not going to argue that. However, mm-hmm. the storytelling of the movie was top notch. I think so. I think it was super fun. Think of all the little kids that we were watching this new movie, Star Wars, that they heard about since they were little. And all of a sudden, it's this new thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. What makes the story good in that way? Well, as a prequel, the prequels in a whole, the story, what makes the story super good is that it's not about the, uh, the Star Wars universe, right? It's not about the rebellion or the empire. It's really about Anakin Skywalker's journey from good to evil, mm-hmm. right? Or supposedly evil, yeah. right? That's what it's about. It's about Anakin Skywalker's journey from Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. So if you look at it in that aspect, you get to see, so Phantom Menace, that's why so much of the movie is, is just so focused on Anakin Skywalker. The pod racing, the, you know, the, the, the dog fights in the, in space and whatnot, right? It's all about Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Right. And then and, and episode two, the Clone Wars, it's all about Anakin Skywalker and Padme. Yeah. It's really boring sometimes. Like the character <laughs> development there, not going to lie. But it's if you look at it in the eyes of this is this story, this movie, this story is all about Anakin turning into Darth Vader. It all makes sense. It adds up. It's actually a really, really good story. They just had to fill in a lot of gaps and some of those gaps kind of got lost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard that I'm not I've heard. I know (laughs) a lot of the Senate hearings you know like a lot of people claim these movies can be pretty boring right Um, yeah yeah there are parts there's also entertainment value where do you find the most entertainment in the prequel movies the most entertainment that i see is uh specifically involving the jedi and the reason i say that is because in the original movies new hope empire strikes back and return of the jedi Mm -hmm there aren't really any Jedi except Luke Skywalker. And even then Luke Skywalker isn't even really a Jedi. He uses the force the, for the first time in the empire strikes back to, you know, pull his lightsaber to save him from the Yeti. Right. Right. I don't remember if that's called a Yeti or not. I honestly don't remember. Uh, Anyway, it's called a Wampa. Oh, Wampa. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, That's the first time he uses the force like successfully. Right. The, the the Jedi story the, the 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 character development of the the Jedi is not really there. So the prequels made the Jedi a thing, while the original Star Wars movies didn't really. They made Luke Skywalker a Jedi, but they didn't make the Jedi cool yeah. like the prequels did. Yeah. Well, we see, yeah we get to see you know Obi Wan be a general. Yeah. yeah. Instead of old Ben and stuff like that. And that's really fun. <laughs> it's these, and yeah, in the prequels, the Jedi are like these awesome beings that have so much power and they're, they're strong and everybody listens to them. They, they're basically, if you look at, you know, history, you know, uh, Japanese history, they're basically samurai because they can do anything they want. 
yeah. can fight anyone they want, and they're like this secret sect, you know? Yeah. I yeah. thought that, that as far as the entertainment value, any of the parts of the movie that directly involved Jedi were fun to watch. Other yeah. than, you know, the Anakin and Padme parts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, those are some really good points. I I agree with most of them. I enjoy the prequels. You know, they're, they're right. good movies. They are good movies. <laughs> they're not, okay, but they're not as good as the originals. Yeah. In some senses. Let's make that clear. But I don't know. Sometimes there, there I just want to watch the prequels for some yeah, reason. So yeah, it's like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Later. <laughs>